Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. Alright, welcome back, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of their ants, but we... Call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. And we have it 24-7, 365 um, online. Or, and all your podcast applications out there carry the Outdoor Zone. So you can listen to us. If you missed a show, you can go back and listen. And really would be great if you could share us with your friends. The Outdoor Zone. I'm TJ Graney, your host. Uh, see, Cody Ryan is at the ranch on opening weekend of deer season. Beefsteak is at the ranch on opening weekend of deer season. Road Rash and I are here at the bunkhouse. Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early and makes sure the old pot belly stove gets fired up. All the wires are twisted right. The foil's on the coat hanger out front. And Road Rash says... Grandma's banana nut bread and orange bread is dope. So I got to go back and tell her, Mom, Road Rash says your banana nut bread and orange bread is dope. Have no idea now, what that. Have no idea what that it means, means. It means awesome, bro. It means totally <laughs> awesome. Well, he got he got the uh, two servings. And uh, he's got a smile on his face. And, you know, you got two people at the ranch that you've got to make sure you take care of. One of them is the camp cook. Camp cook always needs to be taken care of. They are the most important person at the ranch. And second is your ranch hands. If your ranch hands aren't happy and if they're if they're not happy, then, uh, you know, they, they may go to another ranch somewhere else. And uh, we can't have that. Um, so I'm TJ Graney. This is the outdoor zone. And this segment of the show is brought to you by McBride's guns with the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns. And don't think that's not in the ne- in the near future. Don't think 
that they're not going to come after your guns and your ammo. No more important time to trust our constitutional rights to the firearm dealer in your the hometown firearm dealer and that would be mcbride's guns family owned and operated local full service dealership they can help you with all they have a gunsmith on staff to help you with any problems you may be having with your firearm or adjustments you want to make or get gear put on your firearm they can do all of it they have all of it You'll find McBride's in the same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them 512-472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com because McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. Hey, uh, we've got Captain Gordon Taylor's on the line with us. Captain Gordon Taylor is our official guide on the Texas coast. And I've been seeing some postings over the last week or so that you've been making from some of your trips, Captain Gordon Taylor, and wanted to get an update on what's going on down there on the coast and how did this uh, first section of Corona, uh, how did how did you guys handle that and how did it work out? I've, I know we've talked to you over the last few months and uh, people were going nuts, coming in, coming out, things slowed down, now they're picked back up. Um, so tell us about how people are handling the Corona and, uh, and how the fishing's going down there. Well, first of all, I just want to wish you happy anniversary. I saw that. on. <laughs> just wanted to let you know that thinking of you too. Thank you. Uh, and as far as the coronavirus, I guess everybody's going along with it. Just like everybody else, everybody's doing their best to wear their mask down here, but it has not stopped people from coming down here. I can tell you that much when it's, it's kind of slow during the week, of course, it's like the off season. But when it comes the weekend around here, everybody's on the water. They come down. Of course, it's a little lighter this weekend with everything going on, whether it's duck hunting right now and, of course, deer season. So there's a little less people on the water. But during the weekdays, boy, you hardly see anybody. I took out a group on Thursday from San Antonio uh, Juan Green and his brother Thaddeus, he was my best friend in high school. And we went out, and it was dead calm. Of course, the weather's just been outstanding right now. I can take this the rest of the year, no problem. And uh, we went out. Once again, it was dead calm and couldn't catch them in the flat. But we went out in Corpus Christi Bay at the platforms where I took you and those boys. Oh, man. They caught some trout there was 28 keeper trout they caught out there and of course we you know these were sand trout though which you can keep as many as you want there's no size limit or quantities you have to go by but i told them i didn't want a sand trout less than 12 inches in my box so they kept them from 12 to 14 and they loaded 28 of them up in the box so they had some nice fillets to take home for a big fish fry wow so what happens out there in Corpus Christi Bay, apparently, is that the different the different fish come in and they they almost swarm around those those rigs out there because you've done trout, sand trout, um, sheephead, shark. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a crazy ecosystem around those things. Well, you have no idea what you're going to catch. And when, like I was saying, when the wind's just 
calm down, you got to go to deeper water because they're scared and skittish. And when you go out to those platforms, there is so many species that hang around out there. And you never know what you're going to get. We usually catch, when I go out there, between 10 to 12 different species out there. And you'll even, you have a chance of catching a big oversized red that we got to chase around for about 30 plus minutes that are 40 to 45 inches. And then you got all the sharks that hang out there. And then you, you can get on a mess of trout. I always tell my people, if you catch one trout right off the bat, I know they're here. So we're staying. And it usually happens real fast. And if it doesn't, then you're in for other species. So it's, a, it's just such a great go-to spot when the weather gets too calm. Well, I, I, I love, I've always loved that spot ever since the first time. Um, so are the redfish coming in, moving in shallow? Are we having the big redfish in shallow yet? Or is it, is the water still warm, too warm or well, what? No, the water's not too warm. The water's perfect right now. We're down in the low seventies right now, as far as the water temperature goes and they are there. You just got to have the right conditions. We've had so many different fronts that have come in, and we've had extremely calm conditions, which kind of scatters them and, you know, spooks them. But if I can get a light southeast wind blowing, and even where I took you to those pilings, redfish, drum, all the species are hitting right now. It just depends on what's going on with the weather. And when I get up and leave the dock, I know exactly where I'm going to go because, you know, I know exactly what to do when that happens. So it, it working the plan so far. It really is. Wow. So, um, what about the tropical storms and all those things? We've had this really, I know it's not more than usual, or at least I've heard it. It's not necessarily more than usual, but I had a lot of storms coming in and out and up and down the coast and, does that affect you a lot? Does that rise, rising tide, those kind of things? Is, if it's in Louisiana, does it even affect you? It sure does. It sure does. Those big storms out there, that it could go in as far as Florida on the Gulf side and as far as Louisiana, but we get the effects of it. About a week or two ago, we had the last one come in. We had water completely over the dock when you set your boat in, and it, it was unbelievable. You probably had about six inches of water above the dock and that didn't hurt the fishing i mean some of them went way back in the reeds and stuff like that but I, I, we could find them real easy then it, it was a lot of fun but no this year is the we tied a record for the most storms in a year and that's been since 2005 and they said that this was the first time they'd used the name zeta they never used that before they used some other numbers or something they didn't bother naming it that year in 2005 but heck we still got a chance even breaking the record now so it's it has it's just been a crazy year with all the storms out there but you're seeing the health of our um the health of our bays and estuaries and um you're seeing the coastal waters healthy right now oh it's beautiful right now i'm telling you I should have taken a video on the way back in to send you once the sun came up. Uh, it is so beautiful. The water out there right now is like a teal, greenish blue in certain spots, but the whole bay is just beautiful. If I go into Dagger, where I took you the very first time, out in the flats, it looks like you're in your bathtub, TJ. 
you can look over the side of the boat as we're drifting the flats, throwing artificial, and you can see every blade of grass, every little crab scooting across the bottom, uh, the fish everywhere. Uh, it's just beautiful. Our bay, it has helped with these storms bringing in all this extra water just to kind of flush out anything that might be in the bay. So it's, it's worked out fine for us this year. Well, we're hoping that the things that are aligning the creek creek beds and and streams in central texas from from all the homeless i mean i know in houston there's a huge homeless population along the bios and the creeks there and do you guys get any residual that you know of that flushes off into your into our bays and stuff from that yet has that even made its way down there yet i haven't seen anything like that the only thing i see is the usual out there with everybody with their water bottles flying out of boats and all the other things and just picking right. up stuff on the shore. I take a bag with me every time I go fishing and we wade those shorelines and I take an empty bag and just clean up the shorelines as I'm wading back to the boat just to make sure I, you know, keep everything off my island. <laughs> ah, <laughs> amen. My amen. Well, Gordon Taylor, give everybody your number if they want to book a trip or if they want to get a gift certificate for a loved one that for this, the later in the year, or maybe next year, it'd be a great gift. Good, good time to get a Christmas present knocked out and out of the way. And, uh, I know there's probably a limited number of those that you can offer. So if somebody wanted to get one, how would they get in touch with you? Well, just give me a call at three, six, one, three, one, nine, zero, And, Yes, I will have gift certificates. I gave out a bunch of those last year, and I took out just about everybody. I think I may have one or two due to the COVID who haven't gone out, but they're wanting to go out now, especially with this weather. If you, if you get a chance to get down here now, this is the perfect time to come down here. Well, all right. Thank you for the offer. I I, I love the fishing down there and i i have yet to fill my freezer up and uh so i need to do that without the distraction of anybody but just you me and the water and maybe we could take cody or beef steak if they behave themselves <laughs> well i'm going out for a wait on thursday if you want to drive down here just for the day tj and jump in the boat with me and another gentleman you're more than welcome to go out there and do a little weight fishing with us with artificial. Captain Gordon Taylor, you're a stud. Thank you so much. And you are the official coastal guide for the Outdoor Zone. And thank you for calling in. We'll be in touch. Keep us posted. Keep sending pictures. All righty. You guys have a great day. That's Captain Gordon Taylor in Rockport. He's our official guide for the Outdoor Zone. Hey, also, Ram... Don't wait. Happening right now, we have huge Black Friday savings at Nile Maxwell Supercenter with the deals of a lifetime and our best pricing on hundreds of new Rams. We're taking thousands off MSRP, our, off our MSRP, our entire inventory. It starts with employee pricing for all. You pay what we pay, not $1 more, with our promise to beat anybody's price in Central Texas to back that up too it's now maxwell's black friday sales event and it's already started come in today for more details and save thousands and exclusive maxwell black friday rebates at the now maxwell supercenter 
Nah, 620 and 183 in Austin or online at Supercenter.com. All right, we're going to take a break. Come back on the flip side, and we got your PETA report. You do not want to miss it, especially if you're – have you ever thought about wolf hunting? <laughs> yeah. PETA report coming up next, the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. All right, welcome back. Archery country. This is the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney, your host. This is the number one outdoor show on radio. Archery country. They're the number one bow shop in Central Texas. Uh, they are the guys. And even though archery season is... Um, officially passed and rifle season began this weekend yesterday there's a lot of us still hunting with our bows we are not done yet and if you're looking for a bow or if you're looking for gear or if you want to start shopping for that christmas present the ultimate christmas present for that outdoor guy you want to go get him a a bow you need to go now while they still have them because they'll sell out by christmas you can find all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories you need on-site and available for professional installation every day. Archery Country is the place to go. 8121 Research Boulevard, Austin, Texas. Austin Art, AustinArcheryCountry.com. AustinArcheryCountry.com for all the details. Now it's time for our Peter Report. <laughs> They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals, too. They taste great. All right. Hey, is Cody still on the line with us? Okay. So, uh, yo. Yo, dude. Um, so, one of the things that I thought would be a... You and I kind of... Have somehow started this kind of like bucket list thing, sort of kind of going to Mexico hunting and going to Africa, and next on the list is mule deer. And uh, but I want to add wolf, a wolf, okay, to the list. Well, well, there's there's a lot to this, a lot to this. Have we done our? Uh, Peter report are we doing our Peter report right now we're doing it right now so <laughs> wolves removed oh. from endangered species oh. list will more hunts follow Minnesota from the Minnesota Valley National Wildlife Refuge on Thursday Secretary of the Interior David Bernhard announced that the federal government would remove gray wolves in the lower 48 from protection under the Endangered Species Act when this goes into effect, states will resume management and some will likely begin to issue permits to hunt the apex predators. After 45 well, years as a listed species, the gray wolf has exceeded all 
conservation goals for recovery. Today's announcement simply reflects the determination that this species is neither a threatened nor endangered species based on specific factors Congress has laid out in the law. So, There's also some other sides to it. So there's another report after the election that uh, was voted on uh, that uh, – sorry if my internet's unstable. It's saying it's unstable. But after the election that – um, that Colorado voted to dump a whole bunch of gray wolves into the Rockies of Colorado. And it's just kind of a mixed emotion there. Uh, mostly, first of all, why would you allow the general public to make a wildlife biologist decision? And 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 then the urbanites voting to go ahead and dump the wolves into the Rockies when we have the most robust elk population that's ever seen the Rocky Mountains, $77 million a year just from out-of-state hunters come to hunt elk in the Colorado Rockies. And now you're going to dump a bunch of wolves in the middle of the Rockies that are going to decimate the elk population and this was voted on, not by biologists, not by rec- recommendations of the experts, but by the general public. And uh, Colorado elk hunting, if they do this and they follow through with it, is not going to be the same. It's done as we know it. And uh, it, that's, that's my opinion on it. But uh, I just think, man, it's. I don't know. It's kind of a it's kind of a mixed uh, double-edged sword there. It's kind of a mixed uh opinion piece there, but but something that you know, I think is going to take a real effect on the elk population. We have spent how many millions, hundreds of millions of dollars in years restoring the most epic elk population. There's more people in the Rockies hunting elk than ever before in history right now. And now we're going to dump the apex predator, as you say, into the middle of the the system. I, I don't know that that's a good thing, man. I, I mean, I'm all for wolf hunt, but well, I, I sure need a big old elk on my wall, too. <laughs> and it doesn't look like I'm going to get one. Well, they did it in Yellowstone, the 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 science is there, but I agree and not that it's a good thing or a bad thing. Cause I'm undetermined at this point with Colorado, but in, in Yellowstone, they've, they've had to, you know, they've had some problems with it. And, uh, and I'm with you. I think it's critical that you go to the experts to get the information on. Um, okay. It, when we did it in Yellowstone, how did it affect the iconic Yellowstone elk herd? Um, now we have, an iconic elk herd in Colorado. Um, how is this going to affect us? And you're right. It will affect them. And a lot of times when it's not uh, science-based, like, you know, when you don't let the biologists make those decisions, it, uh, it, 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 it ends up biting everybody in the tail and, oh, and, or, and, or when it goes South, all those voices for, um, let it happen, let it happen, all of a sudden go silent. Um, another, oh, they disappear. 
they just disappear yeah. yeah you know or they or they move on to the next thing like you know plastic straws um hey <laughs> lady gaga set the internet ablaze with her video mocking rednecks when she was endorsing a presidential candidate and uh making fun of rednecks guys like us our regulators here on this show and uh and who who responds immediately kid rock and he's in Colorado with a big OLK hanging. And he says, this is what we stand for. And it was a beautiful response. I like that. Um, good job, Kid Rock. Hey, uh, so one of the things that in Texas that we don't think of a whole lot, at least I don't think of, is muzzle load loading, uh, muzzle loader sh- hunting. And in some states, it is it's it's a season i mean it is like anticipation everybody's waiting for it it's 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 natural and so on the flip side we've got rick mcgee's going to come in with us he's in virginia on opening weekend of muzzle loader season he's got some boys with him they're smacking some deer but i wanted to ask him how does muzzle loader season work out what does that look like and uh maybe something we're missing out here folks that we're missing out on muzzle loader season and just another opportunity to put a smackdown <laughs> on those five million deer in texas hey and also uh family owned and operated sun auto service since 1978 they've been the place to take your vehicle for any of your repair and maintenance needs when it comes to auto repair and maintenance needs brake repairs transmission services sun automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the sun auto service repair shop near to you follow them on facebook for great maintenance tips and specials sunautoservice.com uh, locations around Central Texas, 405 West Slaughter Lane. That's our family location. 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park. 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway. 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Just go to sunautoservice.com for more. Hey, uh, we'll be back right after this. We'll talk some muzzle loader and we'll talk some armed citizen and more. Only one place live in the bunkhouse on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. Sunday morning, 7 to 9 or 24-7, 365. TheOutdoorZone.com Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney, your host. You're tuned in to the number one outdoor radio show. And uh, we're twenty. We're live 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You can hit us on our Facebook there. You can uh, post your pictures. We'd love to see all the stuff you're whacking on opening day of deer season here in Central Texas. Hey, um, we wanted to, before we hit our Armed Citizen Report, we might include Rick McGee in that, but um, it's opening weekend of uh, muzzleloader season in Virginia. And I just had this thought, man, I want to get Rick McGee on the line. He is uh, a right-hand guy at Kids Outdoor Zone, KOZ, Youth Hunting and Fishing Ministry, and uh, and he's got a bunch of boys and they're out, but I want it. He's a muzzleloader hunter. We don't think about that here. So 
Rick, can you hear me? Are you tuned in? I can hear you. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, super good. So, uh, how's the now? This is opening weekend for muzzleloader in Virginia. Actually, it's the second weekend, and we're whacking them and stacking them. We got about uh, we got about uh, six six eight boys out here, and uh, everybody was in stands this morning. I just heard uh, from one boy, one guy texted it with his he and his son to stand together, and they just killed a six point. So we're going to check it out and help him get it out. Nice. So now muzzleloader is. How 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 accurate are they? How far are they shooting? These are modern muzzleloaders. These are almost like a rifle today. Oh yeah, they've they've come a long way. You know, thirty years ago when I started, it was a it was a hammer and a you know a little uh, cap primer. T I forget the number for it. It was a T T eleven primer or something, and now it's a two oh nine primer, just like a rifle or a shotgun primer. And uh, they just inline, you know. It just you pack it in right behind the 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 bullet, the powder in the bullet, and it just ignites immediately. You know, years ago you had a long delay. Uh, now they just they fire like a rifle. And the cheapest of muzzleloaders, the lowest end CVA, is the Wolf model, and it just drives tacks out to around a hundred yards. And oh my used, gosh, used to you wouldn't dare take a hundred yard shot or you're really taking a chance and the high-end muzzleloaders are you know specialty powders and all that kind of stuff they're going out to 200 yards so what 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 grain uh lead is are you putting in them well the ever the power belt's taken on a, a huge movement and and they're up around 295 or Simply around 295 or so, and uh, but I'm I'm just I've been a huge fan of the 44 caliber Sabbat. So it, you know it's a it's a plastic Sabbat, that uh, 44 caliber bullet, just a reload hollow point 44 caliber sits in and goes down that 50 caliber barrel, and um, and and so guys use different things, but power belts come out with a bunch of different ones people like. So I'm, I mean, they're like 130 grain. Two, oh no, no, 245, 290. Golly! Oh yeah, when it when it hits them, it it has an impact. No question. <laughs> and what about the kick on a muzzleloader? Is it brutal? No, not at all. Matter of fact, uh, the kick on a muzzleloader probably compares to me to like a 20 gauge automatic. You know, it's it maybe even lighter. It's just a. Um, yeah, it's not bad at all. What about what about the sound? Extra loud or it's a boom. Yeah, it's it's got a little little thunder to it and a little plume of smoke shoots out. You can't really see what happened to your deer. Matter of fact, I'm I'm sitting here with two guys, uh two boys that have been hunting with me and we killed one yesterday morning and we never even saw the deer fall because the smoke plume. <laughs> we didn't see it run either. You know, because when they take off, you can kind of see them run out of the smoke plume. But um, but it went down right away. Old boy shot him right in the neck like a pro. Man, well, all right. I uh, I just was so excited about what you're doing with those muzzle loaders, and I have one, as you know, and I haven't used it or even really explored it because we don't. We don't have a designated muzzle loader season here 
I mean, we have archery, then we go straight into rifle, and, you know, everybody pulls out their 308s, 270s, or whatever, and gets after it. And right. um, so it's really kind of a, this space in there. And, but there's so many opportunities for a muzzleloader in, the, in Colorado elk hunting or different places that um, a muzzleloader should surely be a part of your personal arsenal. For sure, and super interesting, Mississippi, where I grew up, muzzleloader was <clears throat> sat exactly as it does in Virginia, where we are now. But the rut didn't occur until late December, just like similar to Texas, maybe even January. Well, up here, the muzzleloader season sits in right behind archery, so it's the first two weeks of November, and that coincides exactly with the rut here in Virginia, my buddies, if we could only have one gun in our cabinet, it's going to be a muzzleloader because your ruts, that's just when the rut is. Wow. Okay. The guys that gun hunt, hunt, just rifle or shotgun, they miss the rut altogether. Wow. Hmm. Well, in, in muzzleloading, muzzleloaders have come so far that, um, that anybody with a little bit of time and, and a little bit of education can can shoot one, and they're not real expensive. They're not. They're really not, for sure. All right. Well, Rick McGee, I just wanted to get clued in with you. Congratulations to the guys out there that have whacked them and stacked them. Um, Rick McGee operates uh, the Kids Outdoor Zone program with us, um, lives in Lynchburg, Virginia. We talk about Lynchburg all the time and their uh, urban deer hunting program. And uh, and this is just muzzleloader season, and he's got some boys out there that are killing their first deer and and living uh, living life large in the outdoors. And um, thank you for thank you for doing that. Thank you for sharing Jesus with them and uh, send some pictures. All right, man, sounds good. You guys have a great show and uh, and look forward to look forward to catching up with you later. All right, that's Rick McGee calling from Lynchburg, Virginia. He's our muzzleloader hunter for the day out there man i got a a 40 man that's a huge piece of lead flying out there anyway hey uh that's uh that's the way we like to do it here in the outdoor zone is we like to make sure that we're uh sharing with you guys all the options in the outdoors throughout the month of november now maxwell gmc is thanking all veterans. We're offering you special military pricing on new GMCs because we know and appreciate the sacrifices you've made for us. We're taking thousands off MSRP on hundreds of new GMCs just for you. And you won't want to miss your chance to save. Get the best prices of the season right now at Nile Maxwell GMC. Exit 256 Round Rock. Online at Nile Maxwell GMC. If you're a veteran... Go by there and take advantage of that. That's our buddies at Nile Maxwell GMC, NileMaxwellGMC.com. All right, we'll take a break. Come back on the flip side with Dirt Talk and more. Only one place live in the bunkhouse, Sunday morning, 7 to 9 or 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. So, but 
you can buy me a boat. This is T. Roy Bruce Orr listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me Redneck, White Trash, and Blue Collar. All right, welcome back. We still got Cody on there with us? Yeah, CR. Come on. Hey, so this segment's brought to you by BuyBassDropProperty.com. BuyBassDropProperty.com. Finding your perfect home on rural property outside the big city is our specialty. Whether it's a custom-built home in a subdivision or a country property in the sticks, we've got you covered. Need help selling your house before making your big move? We can help with that, too. We hope you take a moment to drop us a line so we can help you with your journey. That's Ann Sampson and Jill Wallace. Uh, buybassdropproperty.com buybassdropproperty.com meet with these girls every just about every week have conversations with them about our our search for soil in uh, Bastrop and LaGrange area and so Cody one of the things that uh, that I really have tried to pay attention to is defining what it is I'm looking for and um and i'm all over the map it's horrible it's horrible um (laughs) it's hard to decide because it's hard to find the piece of property that fits exactly what you envision and a lot of people have different a lot of people will have different um different ways of looking at dirt so You'll have somebody that looks at it that wants to find the piece of property that's perfectly set up the way they want it to be set up. And you have another person that can look at a piece of property and say, man, I can put a pond over here. I'll line this whole side with trees. Uh, The entrance will go right here. And so it really depends on, I think, who that person is, what kind of work they want to put into a piece of property, if any at all, and and, uh, you know, really what those elements that really draw you to a piece of property are. And, and there's no better way to get a feel for a piece of property than getting on it, around it. You know, we, we recently bought a piece of property earlier this year that I, I bought it really truthfully because it was a good deal. Um, but, man, as we've, and, and you've experienced it and seen it and gone through it with us, as we've spent more time on it and walked around and explored it, we've really kind of fallen in love with that piece of property, even more than, a lot more than when we originally bought it. Um, so getting out on the piece of dirt is, is crucial, in my opinion. That is so good, and and uh, that's one of the things that Jill has done with me as she's gotten to know what I'm looking for. And one of the things that she said <clears throat> to me was, I know, <clears throat> excuse me, I know you want a pond. And so just know that when we're looking at this property, if we go to a property, I'm going to take you to a place where, where I have an idea where we might put in a pond. And she knows she has a vendor who's a pond guy who will help put in a pond or dam up a you know whatever it is that we have to do to create this water element that i'm looking for and um but you're so right man there's been so many times i've gone out to a piece of property and you know it's not like just looking at a house i I gotta get out and walk on it 
and you're that that piece of property that you guys have out there with the lake on it i i didn't walk it the first time and boy yeah. once you Me walk either. once you walk it and you you look at the water and and boy you catch a sunrise or a sunset there and it makes a huge difference makes a huge it re- difference it really does and then another idea you know if there's structures is looking at which way the structures are set on a piece of property or if you're going to build on a piece of property how are you going to how are you going to build them you know what direction are you going to face them to get you know what how does the wind blow across that piece of property how does the sun come up and, and lay down on that piece of property so Lots of stuff that you can really, you really have to get out on it and, and, and put your feet on the dirt, in my opinion. Well, one thing that Ann and Jill have taught me is to plan time to experience it. And, you know, they'll they'll stand back and let me walk, and it's been really good. So we encourage you, if you're looking for that piece of dirt, and a lot of people are, you want to get outside of the crazy city stuff, uh, Ann and Jill Samps and Samson and Jill Wallace buy bassdropproperty.com buy bassdropproperty.com uh, Cody what's the final word from out there opening day of deer season at the ranch well I'm looking across and I can't tell if it's a doe or if that's a buck sitting at the feeder 342 yards away on the hilltop but uh, either way, it gets to live another weekend, and uh, I'm closing out deer season on my end with this Bible bird, or closing out deer season for opening weekend, not deer season yet, uh, with the Bible verse Mark, uh, Matthew 28:19. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Live it, love it, learn it. I'll uh, be out again i guess next week but uh i'll give you a call and keep you updated what we got going on as i make my travels to the Bassmaster open on lake livingston soup wherever it is up there super <laughs> exciting we're tracking you bud we're tracking you it's cody ryan lake lewisville lake lewisville that's right cody ryan checking in from the ranch on opening weekend of deer season here in the outdoor zone uh base uh Beefsteak is at the Deer Lease. He should be back next week. I'll be here next week. Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early. Hopefully, he'll be here next week. Yep. And all right. Hey, uh, so this week, get the kids off the couch. Take them for a walk in the park. Show them the birds, the trees. Take them hunting. Take them fishing. We don't care what it is as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. Hey, if you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry at your church, you can do that. And we'll help you. The Outdoor Zone, Kids Outdoor Zone, Kids Outdoor Zone. Go there, get all the information of starting a hunting and fishing ministry at your church. Or if you have a little boy that needs to get involved in the outdoors, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com to get all the information. Check the Facebook page. There's guys all around the country taking boys out for their first deer season and uh, hanging out with them on Saturday, teaching them all kinds of outdoor skills kidsoutdoorzone.com we want to encourage you to go there and today is sunday lots of great churches open go find you a good bible-based church out there somewhere guys rally your family and uh, get them to church all right that's it for me hey this show we also want to dedicate it to georgia granny she's here she's 90 and uh, she told me this week she goes i think i'd like to kill something pretty cool that's grandma all right god bless till next week regulators 
Mount up. Country folks can survive.